0: and welcome to another episode of game till 5. My name is Steph and I am joined as ever by my lovely co-host Nikki. Hello Nikki. Hello. How's it going? All
1: good. It's 2024.
0: It is 2024 and we're it's still immediate. in the early month of January.
1: We are. We hope you all had good holidays. Yes. Nice relaxing times. January's and... depressing. Let's let's not be around the bush
0: it's not the best time nobody has any money because it feels like forever ago since we all got paid mm, and it's Monday of months yeah it is that is a beautiful description
1: yeah we had a lovely time last time talking about the games that we uh that we played in the year but we're gonna try and be all peppy i think today yeah. and talk about the things we're looking forward to uh yeah. in this year which is hopefully a good year
0: yes as always because it's our first episode of the year we're going to do our most anticipated games of 2024
1: i like this particular topic Mm. because the games we're talking about could be absolutely shit
0: no one knows (laughs) no it's a mystery to us all and it involves a lot less research
1: yeah oh a lot less Mm. it's just Um,
0: watching some nice trailers and you're just like oh oh i found a new game i might pay attention to this yeah oh it's yeah it's a good time it's like shopping and the
1: synopsis is written for us so we can just be like this thing
0: yeah <laughs> just read this in fact it's that's, cool uh, most of my my plans is uh is just to read all the synopsis that i found yeah I've been very lazy it's just, this time. A, it's
1: just an episode where we just read to you it's oh. going to be relaxing and lovely well depending on the uh, the games um let's just get straight into it do the thing
0: What are you buying? How about a game of lucky hit? A three-headed monkey. Oh, let <clears throat> Okay, just before we start, and I believe it's my turn to go first. Um, Tiff. we should talk about crossovers yeah it ain't
1: happening today but we should still talk about it
0: yeah just in case just in case
1: so as we don't discuss our top fives beforehand we may have crossovers unlikely today but if we do this little man chimes in oh first beetle of
0: 2024 i wonder what it's gonna be we should make notes of these things and then we can i don't know do a presentation at the end of the year that would be organised. Wait, what do you mean? Well you know like how people do this is my year in review. It oh. could be like the first Beadle of twenty twenty four was this.
1: Oh god yeah. I I don't know why, but in my head I imagined you talking about the fact that like Beadle over time gets slowly and more like chaotic in terms of the way he speaks. That's a thing I wish would happen.
0: It's like a five minute scream from <laughs> Beadle by the end of the year. It's just like <laughs>
1: I think I might just start changing the way Beedle sounds each episode. So today's going to be the first Beedle of 2024 and he's going to sound like this. Hey. Um, so, so. Yep. It's your turn
0: to go first. Okay. I'm going to start off. This one's definitely not going to be a crossover. I'm confident in this one. And that is a game called Trash Goblin. Oh my god, it's a great name. Yeah, it's a beautiful name. Basically, um, this is one of my like wholesome, Holsey? I was I tried to say wholesome and cozy at the same time. Wholesome. Yeah, this is one of my wholesome, cozy games that I found in one of those many lists that people do. Um, and this one is all about your goblin who owns a shop, and it's been described as basically power washing simulator for rpg kind of stuff so basically what you do is you get like old items that are either like really broken or they're like covered in shit like or there's loads of rocks all over it and you like clean them up you have to make them all nice and new and shiny you're just upcycling you're basically a pinterest lady upcycling your wares and then you sell them to random customers so you kind of like run a little shop
1: See, it's funny because I literally read the first line of this game and I literally, I don't know why, just immediately thought of you sort of cowered over like a little goblin doing that. It's just, this is really your game. This is me. This is... Not that I'm calling you a goblin, but I don't know, it just, it's got your vibes.
0: Yeah, I think, to be fair, I was slightly worried that people had seen into my house and seen me (laughs) at my desk doing my normal things. Because I
1: I call you the old lady from the labyrinth that has like trash on her back. Yeah, that's Um, true. (laughs) That is what you not, call me. not that you in any way collect trash or are a goblin or hoard trash or do anything with but it that's I how don't you've know...
0: always known that's that's one of the characters the two characters that you've always associated with me is that trash goblin lady from the labyrinth <laughs> and sophie from how's moving castle but yes. only the old lady version of sophie. yes yes not when Those she's t- young and nice just the old decrepit ones
1: it's like you have a sp- it's like everyone has a spirit animal right yeah and i just feel like your spirit animals are safe from perhaps even castle old and a trash goblin but like it doesn't necessarily describe you or you don't look like a trash goblin it's just or a my lady aura. it's just your aura yeah for sure i love that yeah um absolutely love it yeah i just prefer anyone thinks Steph is not actually a trash goblin i yeah. am. she does That's love it. a little trinket i don't know <laughs> I just see you like when you when it's because when you're going to be an old lady you probably look like a goblin but yeah when you're an old lady I can just see you being like a collector of things and just sort of scurrying around with like a big bag of goodies and, and trinkets
0: <laughs> I I'm not even mad at that description that's kind of how I hope to be I I think the thing is the weirder thing is that I'm probably going to make a lot of these trinkets like the goblin. Like I'm either going to be knitting something or baking something or drawing something and then handing it out to people that I know. Anyway, Trash Goblin is it's due out this year and I will say that most of my games that I've put on my list this year have dates, have exact dates this year when they're coming out because I was not going to be fooled again. I'm just saying, that can always change. We've
1: discovered this.
0: This is why I was like, I'm so anti this but this game already has a demo on on steam good sign um and i'm just it it's not a huge game it's like an indie game and it's been kickstarted, so it's got like progress and plans they're updating so i'm very like i'm very set that i'm gonna get it this year i'll probably be heartbroken like i am every single year but this is one of the only ones i allowed myself to put on without a date um just because i loved the idea of it so much and there's not really much else to say about it. Um I would recommend watching the little trailer because it looks great and it's adorable. Um, nice little three D versions of things and selling stuff. It's by a developer called Spilt Milk, who I don't think I've done anything else as far as I can see. But that's it. Like it just looks like a wonderful time and I am totally here for it. I'm in. Yeah.
1: And the fact that it's named Trash Goblin just wins even more for me. I yeah. because I, I do feel that
0: in my soul. Part of me feels as well like if I was going to make a game, I would just pick a name first and then make something stupid to go with it, which yeah. I feel like this is what happened with this, and I'm yeah, I'm good with it, love it. Good. But that is first my kit. number five. So
1: my number five um, is a game that also actually has a demo, which I played the other day, and it may be uncomfortable. Anyway, so the game is called uh, Luto, Ooh. and um, it is a horror game, obviously because you know me so it's a game that's coming to playstation 5 um xbox series s and x and pc hopefully in 2024 as i said it's got a demo Mm -hmm. um it's made and published by a small independent studio um from gran canaria called broken bird games published by selector plays but it is it's it's hard to explain it but i would say it's definitely pt vibes and i found it on just a list of like good horror games coming out this year originally like i'd, I'd not even heard of this game but it has been teased for over a year because i ended up watching a few people talking about it but it's first person a psychological horror narrative experience where you play as an individual unable to leave their own home uh, and they search for a way to escape that will lead you down a series of paths that will test your senses. I know that there's kind of a lot of things about claustrophobia and a lot of other potential phobia things happening in there. I definitely felt that when I played it. But the narr- the general narrative apparently sort of it's just basically exploring the pain of losing a loved one um, and grief and sort of everything that comes with it, anxiety, depression. So it's a happy, happy game. Yeah, um, lovely. And when I so when I played the demo, I didn't I didn't really know what was happening, quite frankly. And I actually ended up ending it halfway through, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But it did have PC vibes, and I was like, right, okay, I'm sort of looking around the house, you know, just exploring. And I I knew shit was going to go down. Yeah. The it was very atmospheric, obviously, with any kind of first person horror game. But they are. Taking on a trope, which I haven't seen very much in a video game that I absolutely adore. And I didn't know this trope was happening until it happened, and I shit myself. Oh no. But they are encompassing the trope of like ghostly beings being under white sheets. And I say that and it sounds really fucking lame, but it's more on the vibe of that paranormal activity film where do you, remember, did you? I don't yeah. know do you've seen where there's the, the, the like kid under the sheet and mm-hmm. then the sheet just disappears and it's the most haunting Cleverest sort of thing that's ever, in my opinion, it's happened in a horror movie. Yeah. So, what you want about paranormal activity is a movie. It was just Chef's Kiss. I remember I was like coming up this set of stairs in the demo, and just this white blanket sheep person just quickly, literally just went along. And I was like, right, okay, terrifying. But then there was another point where I was going down a corridor. And this door opens and what looks like a white sheet just on its own with nothing in it sort of hits against this wall. This door sort of opens as white sheet comes out. The sheet falls and then just somebody just fucking ups, the, obviously like stands up under the yeah. sheet oh. and just starts coming towards you. No. And I honestly was like, this is so well done. It takes. I play a lot of horror games, so it's a lot to get me yeah. at a point like that. And it's not a game, I think where you have any kind of weaponry it's not it's nothing like that it's very yeah, it's just a viewing feels, thing feels very walking Sydney like it's puzzly. Mm-hmm. I remember I was picking up stuff and I was putting stuff places, but it's definitely one of those ones where it's more a visual experience um and you but you have to run away. I was you know trying to run away and it was just there's something about that white blanket trope because you don't know what's underneath it it doesn't give a lot away. Yeah. Just the, that is such a haunting symbol that it's just done so perfectly. And do me wrong, the game could be shit. But for that, it's going on my list because I just think this this game is going to hurt me so much. I, I had to stop the demo. I couldn't... My I was yeah. so anxious. Oh I was like, I'm not going to continue with this right now. I'm going to come back to this when it comes out. But yeah it, was, yeah, it was a
0: lot. That's impressive though. Like one to get you because I see you as like this fearless you know Mm. game player but also to make you get to the point where you're like i need to switch this off like yeah yeah not just oh god that was scary like oh that's that's funny it's like no i i I can't i can't play this right now that's no
1: i i just yeah it was just a lot um but done done very very well it just it gave me vibes of if you know when you just you've seen a horror movie and you're like yeah that's that's been done well it's not revealed too much yeah um, and the demo is just that I, the demo is known as the choice um for some reason that's the name of it and it's just meant to kind of give gamers a taste of what the setting is like the general yeah. atmosphere without without revealing any of the the game's story or anything mm. um but it, it worked well and i was reading as well i i stupidly really didn't write any of the facts down but luto i think is a translation of like the word sort of grieving or to mourn in spanish okay and it's derived from a latin word i think to, to sort of mourn the dead but so yeah it's it's, it's got this kind of heavy <laughs> lovely upbeat um topic of of grief and depression but you know i love that shit i love it it's a bit psychological a yeah. bit creepy people
0: in white sheets terrifying that, that i mean i've literally just googled it and looked at the pictures mm. and that picture is terrifying of just again yeah. it's like the pt hallway but just yeah. the little like you said the figure under the sheet yeah it's such a simple trope but it's such Mm. a scary one that's always Um, the clever thing about making it's why always some of the like real classic horrors work really well right in movies and stuff mm -hmm. because it's taking objects or things from everyday life that seem like very mundane very normal and then just like twisting them slightly so they're Mm. like the most terrifying like i don't know what's under that like
1: that's the thing yeah it's your often it's your imagination it's the scariest thing like we love to go see a horror movie together and me and you always say that whenever we've gone to see one like the 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 movie could just shine on the dark corner of a room a shadow in the corner of the room and that is more scary to us because you don't know what's in it when you when you suddenly see this stupid ugly monster coming towards you like all right here we go like but when it's something you don't know and there's so much mystery there oh it's way more terrifying
0: yeah you just never want a full glimpse of a monster you just always want to see bits of it like minimal yeah
1: because yeah. the moment you see it you're like you look stupid and yeah then the you start picking gone. apart things you know like
0: well it's ridiculous yeah unless anyway. it's i don't know the cupboard under the stairs movie whatever one we watched
1: Cupboard under the stairs
0: what was that called the babadook no i mean he is an icon uh i was meant the it begins with a b I don't think Babadook's ever been described as an icon before, but I love it. He's a gay icon. <laughs> Did you not know this? Yeah, Babadook. He's Babushuk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you need to Google this. Genuinely, I'm not messing around. He's on like a gay profile. Oh my flag. god. I've taken this down. The
1: Babadook, our new queer icon.
0: Yeah. Oh God, what is it? It was the one where the big woman with the tits lives under the stairs. The titties. Oh, yeah. Barbarian. That was it. I don't mean, how it I would mean be. to be
1: fair, she's still fucking terrifying. That's what I mean.
0: So. She was scary when you saw all of her, but
1: it's rare. I really just, I I found this like article where someone screenshotted the Babadook on like the rainbow flag and someone's written, he's out and proud. And someone was like, I don't get the joke. Anyone help me out? And someone's like, it's not a joke. He's gay and we support him. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's what I mean.
0: It's great. Uh... Anyway...
1: Sorry, I'm really just—I'm dis- distracted by Babadook because a gay icon now. I'm just—I oh, love it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad I've enlightened you to this. Yeah, I'm absolutely, completely like taken off balance here. So you might have to save me. Your
0: um, your number five. You you're done with Luto? Yeah, I'm the done. Scariness. It looks
1: really good. Uh, part of me will make me want to start streaming again just to play this game mm. uh, because no one else will play it with me because it's terrifying. Yeah, and I I'll play it, you. but I. Yeah, I just don't know if I'm brave enough. But it, it looks bloody good. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, fair. Intrigued. Nice, I like it. So we're on to your number four
0: now. Uh, yeah, so my number four is going to be a game called Europa. Oh, so um, my mentions... Oh, nice, nice. Uh, so this is coming out in April, April 16th, I believe. Um, so this game drew me in just because it looks very pretty, and then I discovered that actually it was going to be a really lovely game. So again, this is kind of in the cozy section of my list. It is. Uh, it looks like a Ghibli movie. The art style. It's very much like if you played Nino Kuni or any of those. It's got that kind of very soft Ghibli esque world. Um, and it's basically a bit like Zelda, the new Zelda, so we're talking like Breath of the Wild, in which you're running around a like giant land area. It's described as like a peaceful adventure exploration game. And you're kind of running around doing some jumping, gliding, solving puzzles, but very like slow kind of nice kind of more like physics-y puzzles and rolling stuff around, like very simple ones, but just in a very like beautiful beautiful world um it's made by a new company called nova dust entertainment again they've not done anything before this um and held i'm gonna say the name wrong i'm really sorry but Helda pinto who is a world director they've done a lot of work on overwatch from like the original to two, like building the world building the lands and stuff that is in so this feels very much like it's a very well-built world and you can see that somebody who's done that with a lot of like experience before but also from looking at people playing the the demo that's out, so again, it's got a demo you can go play on Steam that I really need to play. And I didn't realise until it, today oh, it had, a, had a, a demo. Yeah, I didn't
1: know it had one.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, I need to go install this. Um, yeah. But it's basically got lots of things about the fact that it's because you're on a you're on a world where civilization is basically lost, so it's a little bit lonely. It's got a lovely like description of loneliness and lost civilizations and somebody exploring a world where it's basically empty and no one's really around. Um, similar, I guess, to parts of Breath of the Wild, but that's got a lot of goblins and monsters in, whereas I think this is a lot more empty. But yeah, it just looks like a really lovely game. And it's one of these ones where when I was looking at lists and stuff to try and work out what was coming out this year, it kept on appearing in a lot of like very high-profile lists of stuff. Along with games from, like, AAA companies. And this is not made by a big company at all, as far as I know. Like I said, it's a new new studio, as far as where. So, kind of new territory. But it just looks lovely. Um, it's one of those ones where I'm like, I don't know much about it. But just the aesthetics is kind of, like, pulling me in a lot for this one. It does look so good. It's set on, I think, the moon, the world is called Europa. Which is why the name is there. It's kind of one of those things where it looks like a normal world, but actually it's kind of a bit more space agey. But it's that Ghibli space age. So it's, I don't know how to describe like Ghibli tech. It always looks a bit like clockworky and stuff. So there's lots of that nice stuff. But yeah, it just looks lovely. It does. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it. I couldn't really find much about anything other than just people playing it, like little clips and stuff. It just looks, yeah, just like a nice time.
1: I'm for sure, gonna download the demo as soon
0: as possible. Uh, um, yeah, that's my kind of four, it's pretty short and sweet. Nice.
1: That's all right. My next one's gonna be really short and sweet as well. Yeah, um, we ready for it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so this one, I'm gonna try and let you guess it through a series of comments, Ooh. uh, that I found on a YouTube video of it because I'm up. <laughs> I'm umming and ahhing about this game. Okay. So I, I, I'm not going to lie, i give a bit of background to my top five. I struggled this year with yes. games I'm looking forward to. I don't know why, I just, for, for some other people, it's an amazing year. For me, not so much. I just, things look good, they look alright, but there's nothing like that I'm, apart from a certain game, which I'm not mentioning until later. So I really had to go on a deep dive to find some stuff I'm really looking forward to. And this was just one of them. I was like, I've been on a roller coaster with it, and I'm, I'm going to mention it but these are some of the comments from the YouTube video. Someone says, the true horror of this game is the frame rate and facial animation. Someone else said, I'm so excited to launch this on my brand new PS1. Another top comment, this looks like a fantastic final send-off for the Xbox 360. <laughs> Finally, someone says, I wish they spent the money on improving the game than the two actors. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: No. What is this? This is Alone in the Dark. Ah, uh, Yes. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to have Alone in the Dark because I knew I wasn't picking it. Well, this is the thing, like,
1: I, I've, I have picked it, but I'm sort of panicking about the fact that I picked it. <laughs> so if you don't know, Alone in the Dark is obviously based on um, the previous Alone in the Dark installments in the series that, you know, have, have, have been a long time yeah. going. We, we played actually together, didn't we, like the first one? Um, back in the day when we had a Patreon. And yeah, it wasn't quite what I remembered from my childhood, but...
0: It It was was, an interesting
1: ride. It was a very interesting ride. Boy, times have changed. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, this is a survival horror game developed by Pieces Interactive and published by THQ Nordic. Uh, The game is a reimagining of the 1992 um, game Alone in the Dark that we played and the seventh installment in the series. Scheduled to release in March, 2024, uh, the, the whole uh, sort of hint to the, to the whole link to the two actors was, was because, uh, Jodie Comer is in it. And so is David Harbour. Yes. Um, I only
0: found this out today when I saw it and I was like, is yeah. that David Harbour in that? And it was apparently
1: see these are two people i absolutely love so i was like yeah. how could this not be good but anyway we'll get there so the game follows emily who's jody um and private investigator edward Carnby, who's david harbour as they travel to Decito manor which i remember when we played the game together we started laughing because it sounded oh. like Desacito. <laughs>
0: yes de- and we just kept on seeing desposito
1: yeah. every time we did- went um they- but yeah, apparently Desesito Manor, uh, a home for the mentally fatigued,
0: to investigate the disappearance of Jeremy Hartwood, Emily's uncle. Sorry, mentally the, fatigued is like yes. a common state that I feel in most of my yeah, life. Yeah, I don't quite. Doesn't I don't feel really as aggressive home, as I think it should be. A home a home I'm mentally for th- fatigued. That's yeah. like
1: everyone. That's just.
0: Oh, i just tired. That's just me on a Monday. You that's know, just like, my that's, house. Yeah. yeah, but
1: it's to investigate the disappearance of Emily's uncle. Mm.
0: It
1: sort of features an over-the-shoulder third-person perspective, doing away with the fixed camera angles of the original. Good. Um, Fixed camera angles of the original is awful. You're trying to walk around a room and it's like just one camera in the corner of the room. Combat is available with a firearm, melee weapon, or, or, yeah. The trailer is, how I described in my notes, is over-the-top ridiculous horror, but somewhat charming. Uh, The extended trailer that I watched had PS2 graphics because, it just does i don't know the, the, it's just the there. Graph, It it's just i thought i was the only one who was, who was thinking this. so i was sort of mm. shocked by it and then i saw everyone's comments and i was like it's funny but yeah i don't know I, and, and i do personally think that maybe they did spend all their budget on on jody yeah. and david yeah maybe and they yeah maybe, maybe
0: they, they did, did.
1: They, they did but they're not triple a someone did say that they mm. were like they are you know double a someone's it's double a a phrase because someone said double a and i was like you kind of get batteries
0: now we're all we're all different types. nine volt um no one says a single a studio do they? yeah it's like indie or triple a or triple triple a indie is a thing but i guess right yeah i don't know who
1: these people are but they managed to get these guys somehow mm. so but yeah, the, the the graphics do look a bit shit. But the thing is, it could be a really good game, and I'm I'm really intrigued by it. And I love, I kind of love this over the top silly horror sometimes. And do wrong, it probably will be scary at points. But I don't know, it just it's just quite endearing, and yeah. I'm just I'm in I'm intrigued. It could be absolute shit, but
0: I don't know. You just want to see where it goes, really.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for it, even if it ends up me being a little bit like disappointed. I don't
0: know. Mm. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Like, it is one of those games, because I didn't quite, like, I watched a little bit of it, like, just seeing clips and stuff, and I was like, Mm. oh, this looks interesting, but maybe I didn't quite get the level of graphics that I've seen. At some point, it looks all right. I did think, like, at some stages, it it looked fine, but
1: I watched some of the facial animations, and I was a bit like, oh.
0: Oh, yeah. But it's it's very ambitious, I'd say, for, like, a smaller company as well to do, like, full mo-capping levels of stuff. A, yeah. You know? I, I don't know. But a... that is it mocap though? I don't know. Well, if they have, like... Well, it'll be... I guess it'll be, like... It might at least be scanned. They'll be doing something
1: with the... Yeah, they definitely, like... They obviously use their faces. Let me just... He says it was... David Harbour said it was limited in scope when it comes to performance capture. Um... Mm,
0: yeah, maybe they didn't then. Maybe they just took, like... Reference pictures and things, and just I don't know, yeah, hand animated it because I don't think that they would have the money. No, um, that was I was thinking, I was like, but you can tell it's them, or you can only tell it's David Harbour. I didn't really see Joni Cobra, so
1: yeah, I think yeah. I think that they just probably used like pay for almost for their facial recognition and voices, but didn't. yeah, I could be wrong. I mean, we'll, we'll find out. Moving on, um, I it looks charming, it could be shit, but you know.
0: I think with those kind of games as well because they're mostly like, like is it is it going to stick to its point and click kind of horror esque style? Resident, it's
1: more Resident Evil. Okay. Third person, like the sort of like the old school Resident Evil, and there yeah. was like sort of from what I could see there was like sort of puzzly areas. It it kind of looks like old school Resi in my opinion. Okay, I mean, with, up, with updated graphics, which is a good a good game that I like that style of game. I'm into yeah. that. So it's one of those things where, you know, it could be, it could be a hit. It could be a hit. It could also not be a hit.
0: Hopefully, we'll find out this year.
1: Yes. Nice. In our worst games of 2024. (laughs) We should do that. No, we shouldn't. That's mean. We shouldn't shit on people.
0: We should at least maybe include it in our games of the end of the games of the year.
1: Yes, be like
0: our non-honourable mentions and honourable mentions, or something. We shall see
1: yeah. what future Steph and Nikki decide. We might
0: just become savage and not give a shit. True,
1: we don't give a shit anyway, but yes. we could become savage. Yeah,
0: fair. fair.
1: <laughs> anyway, that's my number four. Nice. No, yeah, that's my yeah, four. four. Oh, sorry, we're at four. Uh, I mixed my my top five around, so I'm all confused. So I'm just going to wait for you to to tell me what's going on. All
0: right, it's fine because I want my number three. Cool. Which means you have number three next. So my number three... I think this is going to be a bit of a left field one for me. Uh, yeah. And it was when I was picking it. But I, like you, I struggled this year to find games that I was really excited about. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is... I think this will be a year of, one, catching up on stuff that I haven't played from like the last four years. Oh, for sure, And yeah. two, you know... There's, there'll be some surprises, which I always love. And I feel like I'll just pick up something and get really addicted to. Also... There was a game that I mentioned in my thing last year that's now coming up this year. So it would have gone in my list but I've already spoken about it uh, just yeah. a year too early.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. There's a lot of games we'll get to the other mentions that I think we've spoken about already. Mm. like Maybe last year. So we're just obviously not going to mention them because we just be talking, repeat, repeating ourselves over and over again.
0: Yeah, and you don't want to hear our thoughts about the same yeah. trailer over and over again. Um, anyway, my number three is going to be Princess Peach's Showtime. Ah, yes, I thought you would mention this, yeah, so this one comes out in march the twenty second and it's you know Princess Peach's time to shine. uh, she's getting her <laughs> own game. I think she's had her own games before, uh I think, but not quite like this, So this one she's kind of gonna be it's basically Super Mario Odyssey, but with Peach, she's got a ribbon called Stella, so similar to Odyssey where the it magical hat does things this ribbon is going to do things and the big theme for this game is that for each level she's going to be able to put on new costumes and get new abilities there's just going to be so much fashion in this game and i'm instantly drawn to a game with fashion this feels like it's going to be the like final fantasy 10 2 of the Mario world i think you can be you can be like from what i've seen you could be like a sword fighter there's like a old um, like a Three Musketeers-esque sword fighter. There's detectives, martial arts, you can be ninjas and loads of other random costumes that can be. It's one of those things where I watched the trailer and I wasn't that... I'm not that excited for it. Like I'm not, oh my god, I need to play this game. But what I find is that I'm... I quite enjoy some of the really well polished Nintendo games sometimes because they're just always really easy games to play to put on you always know they're just going to be a very it's always a very safe game i know it's going to be well polished i know it's going to be mm. very like calming almost even if it's a little bit frustrating at parts it's just going to be quite a nice game to relax with and i haven't had anything to really draw me back to my switch other than zelda for a while and so this was kind of exciting because i do like some of the super mario games especially the ones like odyssey um and 3d world and things so this one feels like the same par, like on the same line as that so yeah it just looked like a nice time and i was like this seems like a good i'm drawn to nice times at the moment i think sometimes you know it's because we live in a horrible horrible world i think that's it (laughs) (laughs) the country is shit and so i need something to deduct myself from the inevitable you know heat death of the world
1: the the world is ending and we need we need something nice <laughs> to take us away from the harsh realities of the world.
0: It's a very uplifting January uh, for it is, all of us. Yes, yeah. it is. We've had I'm... like three storms since
1: this year started. Like honestly,
0: my fence is down. I've got yeah, I've got a hole in my fence at the my moment. My fence
1: has been down from the the last oh, start, yeah, forgot like the, you've the got three no storms ago and I haven't put it back up because I'm like well it's just gonna be another storm that's gonna take it down. <laughs> so what's the point? You know? So, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Anyway. When when the storms stop, which will be never. I'll put it back up. Yeah, fair. Fair. Um, <laughs> um yeah. My opinions on Peach's Showtime. So. first hero. So <laughs> this game looks super, super cute. And listening to, like, what you were saying about it, and you were like, oh, it's basically Mario Final Fantasy X2 or whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, I've I've gone in my mind from like, oh, my God, what cute fashion to Nintendo. What the fuck? Just because it's peach doesn't mean it should be about fashion. Stop being so sexist, Nintendo, to oh, my God, these outfits are so cute. I love them and I can't quite decide whether I'm offended or in love with the outfits and I want to wear them.
0: The defense I have, I think, for Nintendo on that one, though, is that Mario also gets outfits every time.
1: You're right. And that's that is a good defense. And I will tell myself that. Uh, but also her little ninja outfit super fucking cute oh god yeah. um so yeah i i can't really complain i sort of i go i go from like waves of being offended because it's peach yeah to <laughs> to them being, being really like, excited about the oh fashion. do you know what i love the fashion so yeah. it's fine um if ma- you know at least at least it's about peach i like the fact that we have more peach stuff because yeah i mean i like daisy too maybe
0: we should have a daisy game we should probably have a Daisy game too. What I also like about Peach in recent years is that she's quite an evolved character now. She doesn't really mm. give a shit if Mario is saving her or not or if Bowser wants it. She's just like, leave me alone. She is her you own know? woman. Yeah, she was like the main cool person in the Mario movie. Yeah, like, And actually, a way to defend
1: against myself is, you know, she's got all these occupations, I guess, and that's good because she's, she's out there and she's doing it for the women, you know? She's like Barbie. She's like... Yeah, yes, exactly. She is the Barbie of the Mario world now. So, yeah, I mean, I take back everything I said. I love it.
0: (laughs) That was... What roller coaster (laughs) we went on. (laughs) I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, I love love it.
0: it. I love that that we've turned you around for Princess Preacher. Because I think I've had the same thing where I was like, oh, this game, like, we're having a Princess Preacher game, and I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I bet it's going to be really overly girly and pink. And I'm like, it is, but also there's things in this I like and there's other things I like and so I'm yeah I've been swayed and I'm like this is going to be a nice time and I'm going to play it and I'm going to have a lovely a lovely evening
1: yeah I want to play it too Yeah, times we'll get it (laughs) but yeah my number three Princess Peach Showtime that means we're on to my number three yes and I have to pick up one from my list um that's not an elder anymore (laughs) she's gone rogue so my number three Mm mm-hmm is a game that you might have... This, 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 I don't think this is going to be a crossover because it's a bit silly, but it's a game called Forever A Guy. Oh, no. This is the only cosy, cute game on my list. Spoilers. It's, um, it's published by Anna Perna and is the debut title of Third Shift, which is a German studio. The game is basically following a guy called Alfred. He embarks on a journey north in search of redemption in the single-player road trip adventure. And the thing I love about Alfred, he's an old man. Oh, I'm sold. It's it looks super super cute. This um, does look
0: cute. So you sort
1: of travel to beautiful places, capture memories with your camera, meet interesting people and make some new friends. But it's definitely going to be an emotional journey because it describes the game as being about um, broken dreams, loss and regret, but also courage, hope and true friendship. It's going to be a game that makes you feel things. It's going to have like beautiful kind of environments and yeah, it'll be it'll be like sort of like a good old walking sim to an extent. I mean, I like, mm. I guess imagine
0: something of Edith Finch um what remains of Edith Finch
1: yeah a little bit maybe like that but yeah. obviously probably less dark but that vibe as well yes yeah pro- yes pro- something like that but it just looks really cute you mm. know and it does say here actually um that the stories are brought to life by renowned voice actors I don't actually know who's voicing anyone I didn't get that
0: far oh interesting
1: But apparently the the soundtrack is by Clark Abode, 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 who did like Slay the Spire and Kind
0: Words. Oh, cool. Slay the Spire is a really great game. Yeah, Um, And Kind Words is, I don't know, because there is a game coming out for Kind Words, but it's based on an original thing that was just like a... You write random kind words to strangers. Yeah, I
1: remember. It was super cute. Mm, Um, That's lovely. But yeah, so I think it'll be one of those kind of emotional journeys of a game.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think, I guess because as well, because it's like an older gentleman, that's kind of based on which I love, it will sort of have a deep look into like the past. So another thing they have apparently is a photography system, which um, goes beyond simply taking pictures of the locations, but it's a gameplay mechanic that lets Alfred dive into his own memories Um, which will be a nice little thing of like I guess like looking back and yeah yeah, I I just I just think it's really sweet and I was reading about what the like the um, makers of the game were saying and they were just talking about how they think that it's important to have diverse characters particularly main characters um, mm. not only in age but also like ethnicity and backgrounds and they said that that we try not to have your typical 30-year-old white male character at the center of the game which i appreciate because there's not many games i think where you do have someone who is you know in the late stages of their life as as the main character because no you know, it's just not normally a trope that's done
0: especially not an older man you get quite a few old mm. women yeah and
1: like a, an older older man as well mm. i don't actually know yeah, how yeah. old he is but he's definitely like in his late 60s 70s i think yeah you know someone someone yeah. that's lived a long life yeah
0: has stories and had a life and stuff that you can i feel like that's more that feels like it's better suited when we're talking about games that reflect over somebody's life when you're yes. talking about you know an older person because yeah. that's true like it's the same as going to listen to anybody who's lived a long life about yeah. their life like it makes more sense i feel like I it's, it's gonna make me cry Mm. Does I like feel that like kind it's, of
1: game. it's definitely a game that I'm going to play when I want to feel like emotions, and but also just go have a nice time wandering around and making friends and taking pictures. Oh, also, I think he has a dog that you meet, and it does oh. say in the description on Steam that you can pet the dog. Thank God, it's all we ever want um but there is a there is a bit in the trailer where it seems like the dog has maybe gotten away and I'm not happy about that because any any moment in a, in a trailer or a game where it shows that the dog might be in any kind of peril I'm just like for the love of god please do not let the dog die yeah can't cope with that Definitely. um you know but anyway one of the- I found a review and it was amazing. Um, it was it was the review was given by Rock Paper Shotgun, but I, the first line of their review, which I just thought summarized everything about this, is "This pensioner goes for a walk-up. Looks utterly delightful." And I just loved it being described as the pensioner that goes for a walk. Um, <laughs> it just made me laugh. It's
0: yeah.
1: probably a bit insulting to Alfred, but I just really enjoyed it. it made me laugh. Yeah, sounds.
0: I mean, accurate description. <laughs> it sounds like
1: he's a pensioner that goes for a walk. Yeah. Takes some pictures. Sometimes,
0: yeah. Sometimes trying to describe things, like movies or games, in in those kind of words, you're like, it sounds boring, but just hear me out, all right? Yeah. There's a There's a pensioner, and he goes for a walk. It's yeah. A good time. I
1: feel like in some ways it's probably gonna be Firewatch actually because
0: mm, it goes I that think, kind of vibe to the.
1: Yeah, I think Alfred also goes through some sort of life event, and then that makes him sort of go off, and and I think it's yeah, it's gonna be a nice time. Yeah. And I'll need something nice to play after I play Luto. So
0: Yeah, you need definitely need something to switch back to just to lift you up a little bit more <laughs> and then immediately yeah. crash you back down with whatever horrible thing, feelings, you have to go through. Yeah. But that's that's my number something. Number three. <laughs> yeah. It made me think then. I was like, oh, where are we? <laughs> yeah. All right. Number two. Number twos. <laughs> um my number two this is the only one i think that might be a crossover mm. i've put final fantasy 7 no this is
1: one i was refusing to talk about because i felt like i'd already spoken about it at some point that's in time. fair
0: because i don't have much to say about it i put it as my two because i realized that it because i didn't realize it's coming out so soon it's coming out mm. february the 29th i still haven't yeah. played the middle one with yuffie retrograde Um, and a bunch of stuff I know which I need to do but I think I've, I've I'm I'm excited to see where the story goes and I will play it and I will enjoy it I have no doubt but I'm not as hyped up as I feel like I should be but I think it's because it's a bit of an unknown thing right like I feel very odd about this game I'm really enjoying it as a game but it's hard to get any sort of like real attachment to it because I think it's it's too close to the familiar because obviously it's a remake, but it's different from that. So you can't attach the same love that you have. So it's very difficult to kind of know how you feel about it. Because it's like, I'm not negative about it. I'm, you know, excited to play it. Um, I will no doubt enjoy it. I think e- any way the story goes, I'll it will be interesting I and I'll have well, fun with it.
1: I think as well, like one of the things about it is we've literally known this was coming. for years because obviously we had the first one we knew that it was going to be divided into parts we had the first part and that was like what four years ago three Mm. years ago and so we've known it's been coming forever and so in some ways we're not like oh my god you know it's like you've sort of just slowly accepted and the trailers and all like the teasers that are coming out and stuff are like amazing and I I I love it and it's just so cool and i'm gonna like probably have a fit when it comes out when i get to see all the things reimagined but it's that but it's also that unknown yeah of like yeah i don't know what the hell they're gonna do and i don't know if that's gonna make me feel things or feel bad or hate it or yeah i mean i'm excited and i i I know that what they're doing is a reimagining effectively and it's you know it's gonna probably take a whole different plot and that's that's cool but yeah i know what you mean it's sort of like it's a certainty and an uncertainty all in one
0: Yeah, and I think that's, I've accepted that even though it will go probably a totally different direction, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm cool with that. I'm kind of into the thing of nothing will take away from the original game. Um, That's still a thing that I love. And, you know, them making a remake that doesn't exactly fit, that doesn't destroy the original work. So, you know, I get kind of a good thing either way, right? I still have the original, but then I have a kind of a cool different reimagining of it. And that's fine. Um, but I think it's difficult to get excited about a reimagining because you just don't know. Um, I have a feeling for me, something that might be more interested, like interesting later is to see how this next one ends. I'm really interested to see if it goes on a real yeah. like cliffhangery style shock thing. I'll be interested to see if they can get it to that point um, by that one. But um, yeah, all I want to do, I just... We need to go to Gold Saucer. I need 100%. I need there to be Gold Saucer in this game. I want oh, to play the games and I want to ride the choc- Chocobos.
1: Yeah. It it happens. I don't know in what capacity it happens, but
0: yeah. Yeah, we go there and that's fine.
1: I so, think yeah. it's going to be one of those for me that I feel like I'm so, so, so excited for it. But I'm also like, I don't know, until it's happened and I'm there and I'm experiencing it,
0: I just don't have any thoughts. Yeah. It's hard. I think it's hard to have mm. faults. And I, I couldn't really put my finger on why I wasn't as excited as I should be for something that I know I'm going to buy pretty much as soon as it comes out and all those kind of things. I'm like, for these kind of games, I'm normally like, you're so pumped. You're like, oh, I can't wait for this day. And I'm like, oh, it's coming out like, in a couple of months. Oh, that'll be nice. I'll pick that up. It's it's a weird yeah. feeling. But yeah, definitely not, not negative about it. It's definitely still my number two. I'm still very excited to see what happens like you said it's, it's beautiful not long, is it no it's, it's, uh, it's soon. gonna be a nice time um is I'm it just... next month yeah bloody hell end of next month 29th of february i have got to get on finishing all the other shit that i've started so yeah. uh it's so i can see. play it you're a bit behind but i
1: wish I you am. luck <laughs> Okay. I don't think you have to play the side game with Yuffie. I don't
0: think you need to. Maybe just watch a few cutscenes. I'll play. Like I don't think it's not that long, right? I'll get through that. Mm -hmm. Um, between now and then. Yeah. I'm. I'm determined. That's my New Year's resolution. There you go. I'll catch up. To be fair, even if I don't buy this one at launch and play it, I won't be heartbroken. I will pick it up at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll have a good time. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of it. I don't, like I said, we don't have to talk about loads because we've spoken about it before. And I'm sure we'll sp- speak about it after it's out as well. We will. Yeah. I'm sure. So that's my number two. Right. My number two. Yes. Is a game called The Casting of Frank Stone. Oh, I had a look at this one. Um, yeah. I put it in my honourable mentions because it's one oh, of those nice. horror games that I'm like, I'm going to be too scared to play this, but I might try. Yeah. So... Described as supermassive games
1: meets Dead by Daylight, this is a basically a collaboration between um, supermassive games, who are known behind like Until Dawn, The Quarry, Dark Pitch Anthology, which we're we're big fans of, and we've played together. Yeah. Um, and Dead by Daylight, which is by Behaviour Interactive. So it took me a while to understand exactly what this game was, which I think confused a lot of people at first as well, because everyone was like, is this just a DLC for like Dead by Daylight? Is this just a new like killer? But it is actually a whole entire game that is like a single player game. It's just set in the Dead by Daylight universe, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it will play more like uh, like Until Dawn Quarry Dark Pictures. I don't know if it's like a multiplayer Game like all the other ones are, yeah, you know, sure. dark pictures. It might just, I, as I said, it does say single player, so I assume that it is just a, which is, which will be really interesting, and I'm I'm sort of really looking forward to. But yeah, I I'm a big fan of the the two companies as a whole and the horror games that they've produced. So yeah, it seems to be about a murderer being scary and stuff. Mm. Mentions that the characters are original characters because I thought at first that one of the the people in the the cast of characters mm. like was one of the ones from like was Kate from not Kate. Ah oh, whoever her name is, one of the one of the ladies yeah. from Dead by Daylight games. But it apparently it's not. Apparently it's oh, just an okay. original original cast. And they they wanted to I think make the game accessible to people that didn't necessarily know Dead by Daylight. And right. so it doesn't, you know, yeah. isolate anyone or anything like that. Um it should be satisfying for sort of both perspectives of, you know, new and people that are familiar with with the Dead by Daylight world, but cool. yeah, it, it looks. I'm really intrigued by it. It looks like it will just generally be just a really good game, and I'm, I'm yes, a big fan of, of both of them. Yeah, so yeah,
0: yeah. It um, it was one of those ones that I spotted, and because normally I see horror and I'm like, oh, that looks really cool, but I'm never gonna play it. So I we'll just ignore it. But this was one of the ones where I spotted it, and I was like, actually, I've really, I would love to play this game um or I will at least watch it be played. Mm. And if it's multiplayer I'll play it for sure. Yeah. Um but if it's just a single player I will like make a point of like I don't know making you play it and then I'll watch you or something.
1: Yeah. I'm really excited as well because I think there are points where they said that there well someone said that there might be like sort of cameos and sort of easter eggs of like other killers and things and I've always nice. found the storytelling of the Dead by Daylight killers when you actually look into it because it's not something yeah. that's presented to you immediately it's just really interesting and fascinating and just very cool they've all got very cool backstories mm-hmm. so it'd be cool if they sort of in- integrate that yeah. in some way um yeah, yeah it's very sure. just very intrigued I like I like a good collaboration
0: yeah yeah it's a real interesting one and like you said like I because I'm I like Dead by Daylight but I'm not super keen on it of like the game in general um Mm. just i just can't get on with it that that much but like like you said all of the stuff around it is really cool like all of the lore and characters and stuff that they've built so the fact that this is kind of using that and doing something different i'm like oh okay maybe this is kind of how i get more into stuff like that and around that area for sure also did you see the trailer I didn't. I just saw like um, a bunch of like pictures and description about it. I didn't actually. Watch so
1: it. I just recommend watching the trailer, um, just because it's honestly just got a really cool vibe. They have a song in it, which is a song that I like anyway, um, which is "Daylight" by David Kushner, and it goes. Everyone will say like it just goes so well. Like it's just quite. It's quite a cool song to mm-hmm. have in like a, a horror game trailer, but it just works really really well, and yeah, it's it's cool. I'd recommend. But yeah, that's a uh, that's my number two.
0: Nice. All right, then. We are on to Honourable Mentions.
1: Yes. Uh, Do you want to go first? Sure. So I've got two sections of my Honourable Mentions. They're quite big. So I've written down games that I mentioned previously that Mm. I'm not going to mention again because I'm not going to repeat myself. Which is Open Roads because I'm pretty sure we spoke about that game like two years ago. Yeah, but it's is coming out this year, and I'm super excited for it. Um, Witchbrook I think is also coming out. Super excited mm-hmm. for that. Very excited. Senua's Saga, Hellblade Two, and I refuse to talk about the Silent Hill games until they're actually out. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my actual honorable mentions is uh, Tomb Raider once through remastered. Super excited yeah, for that. Yeah, that's gonna be a good time. Um, I put in Life by You, which is an open world oh, Sims type game.
0: Looks great.
1: Yep, garden life as well. Looks that good, looks adorable. Yep. There's also a game called Manor Lords, which is like a medieval strategy game featuring like in-depth city building and like complex economic and social sort of things going on. I just basically wanted to boss around peasants. That sounds and Live my manor lord dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also wrote down Tales of the Shire. I have absolutely no idea what's going on with that game, the mm. Lord of the Rings cozy game. No idea. Couldn't find any info on like when it was coming out, what it even was. Yeah. So um, I also put in a game called By Sweet Carol, which is it's like a 1950s Disney-looking side-scrolling narrative horror, which is really cool looking.
0: That was a, a ridiculous length of random descriptive words. A Disney side-scrolling... Disney 19...
1: side-scrolling narrative horror. These are my notes, Steph. Don't I judge
0: me. I love it. No, it's not your jo- notes. It was more just like, if that's a game... <laughs> I'm I'm very sold, but also very confused.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll send you the trailer. It's really good. There's also a game called Paranormal Tales, which is described as a next-gen horror game based on found footage built in Unreal Engine Five, where you experience and play through each tragic tale of those who are missing from the viewpoint of body cams, phones, and VHS cameras. It's no. like a real Blair Witch in a video game. It's fucking terrifying, and yeah. I want to play it. But my god, it might be shit. But it genuinely it sounds horrific haunting mm. um that's that's it what are yours
0: mine are i've got frostpunk 2 which is yes. uh, the same sequel to the, the again peasants f- frosty peasants <laughs> this frosty <game>. peasants that's <laughs> a summary i've got um dragon's dogma 2 i've never played the original dragon's dogma but the 2 looks interesting and it's kind of like a medieval rpg thing and i'm like i'm sold i'll swing a sword around we love um, peasants I love beating peasants with swords. Uh, I'm just going to clip that one sentence. <laughs> Two sentences. Um Another crab's treasure, which is a game in which you play as a hermit crab. Uh, and it's like a souls-like game. It's like souls-like hermit crab. It looks ridiculous, but I love it. Um, There's one called Blue Protocol coming out, which is a game with, like, Amazon Games and somebody else. It's a very weeby-looking game, but looks really interesting. There's one called Dustborn, again, which looks really interesting, like, it's a road trip game, but it's also, like, a hack and slash. Um, There's one called uh, Bandletail, which is around the League of Legends lore, but it's a cosy game. It's, like, a little cutesy game. And I'm kind of into it because I don't really get on with the game League of Legends, but I love all the characters and the lore and stuff um so maybe i'll get into that and then i can get into the other stuff they do um and then finally i had garden life as well and i've put concord down which has a crazy looking trailer which is just of random stuff in space but that's kind of it and i'm like oh space game I'm um, i'm in but there's no gameplay trailer or anything it's just a teaser trailer and the only game that i really wanted to mention that was in one of my last couple lists was uh there's banishes which i think comes out relatively soon which is like the ghost hunter game which looks really interesting mm. and plucky squire which was like the really cute um storybook oh i think you mentioned that previously yeah yeah those were my two yeah. that i was like i can't mention them again but i think they will actually come out this year definitely banishers will but um i'm hoping plucky See this squire will this as well. is the
1: problem with these top fives like i feel like we just we get to a point now where we're just <laughs> like dragon age you know, I've not forgotten that I've not forgotten that that exists and that was in my list like three years ago or two years ago, How I don't know how long it was and um, I kept mentioning it and then I just got to the point where I was like I can't keep being disappointed over and over again So No, can't keep bringing this one up
0: I think this rule that I set myself this year was like it either had to have an actual date in there, Mm -hmm. like a soon date, or it had to be one I'd seen like a new trailer for in the last like month come out yeah and i've done that with my number one because it, it doesn't have a date but it had like the year on it and it had a really recent trailer so i'm like trying to hedge my bets that the ones i talk about will actually come out the this, year is just, this, is, this
1: isn't even about what we were looking forward to anymore is it it's just no. it's a game it's a game of <laughs> let's let's try and win 2024 by picking the games for our list they're actually going to come out we're gonna yeah. we, actually this is going to be a game that we're going to do at the end of the <sighs> year i think yes where Whoever gets the most games coming out in that year wins. All right, done. <laughs> it's, done. it's not about the quality anymore, guys. It's, it's not actually about the games we're looking forward to. It's about what's coming out. People that commit to date. We just we'll end up just picking games that are coming out the
0: next day we record the episode. <laughs> yeah, what's coming out this month? What can I put in here?
1: <laughs> Everything's a competition. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry.
0: No, that's it. That's my list. Um, we're now on to number ones. Yeah, it's so, your turn. Yep, my number one for 2024 is Avowed. Oh yeah. Mm. Um. So this is Obsidian Entertainment's new game that's coming out uh this year. Uh, it doesn't have a date, but it had a recent trailer and it said it was coming out in 2024, and it looks like lots of stuff is happening. So I'm ho- very hopeful that it will come out. I really enjoyed The Outer Worlds and. It looks like they've basically made that, but made it more of a traditional RPG medieval kind of style game, a little bit like Skyrim-esque feeling. It's set in The Living Lands, which is a mysterious island filled with adventure and danger, apparently. But it's basically set in the same world that one of their other games is set, The Pillars of Eternity, um, which is like more Mm. of a traditional, like old school, Baldur's Gate, like top-down RPG kind of game. I've always meant to play it, but it just seems like a really long, intense thing to get to, and I've just never brought myself to actually put it on. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass as well, the Pillars of Eternity games, so I really need to check them out at some point. Um, But Avowed is going to be a first-person fantasy RPG, very similar, like I said, to kind of what they did with Out of Worlds, but you're kind of sent off as your character um, to investigate rumours of a spreading plague and that's kind of where you start and then you're kind of going to explore the whole land so i think you get to go to loads of different places you're going to go to lots of different areas on the island and see lots of different environments and landscapes the gameplay looks really interesting i think you get like swords and spells but you can also have guns um and shields in this game so it's kind of set like a little bit more kind of like fable age group where you got like swords and guns I'd say. And shields and things like that. And I think, again, you get companions so there will be people who join you on your quest and that you can probably bang. Which, mm. you know, what's not to love? We do enjoy that. Yeah. It kind of compacts everything that's good about those games that we like and kind of puts it in a setting that's good too. Um, I've had a really weird craving, I think, recently to play games set in a more, like, medieval kind of... I think I've done with space. I've got overspaced. And I'm just like, oh I just want to I don't know, I want to play more d and be in that world. I think it's probably because I'm playing Baldur's Gate, but that's I feel like kind we need to I cut live. to
1: five minutes ago where you were like, I love space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm over space now. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I love space and I want there to be a good space game, but it's been so long since I've had a good space game.
1: Yeah, I mean don't out. even get me started on um fucking I don't even remember the
0: name of it. That's how much You've I hate it. Starfield. Yeah. I've not even tried it. I knew I mean I've never gotten on with this any but anyway. That's, that's a topic for another time. Yeah. Um, avowed. This is we'll talk about this. But yeah, I'd love space, but I'm kind of I'm in my era of, of you're in your RPG medieval era I'm in my medieval era.
1: <laughs> space Steph era is done. It's all about medieval era. Steph.
0: Instead of <laughs> instead of aliens and sleeping with all the aliens, I'm gonna be sleeping with all the weird peasants like drows peasants. Any of the weird creatures I can sleep with, yep. that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> Medieval era. Peasant era. <laughs> my, peasant, my peasant controlling era, yeah. But yeah. How do you feel about Avowed? you interested in it?
1: Oh, I don't feel good about it at all. Um, oh, No. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched a trailer and I, like no I didn't watch it I I was reading about it and I was like yeah and and then I remembered that I didn't get on with Outer Worlds really uh, I just interesting. didn't and it's sort of all I don't it's so hard to explain because then I I watched the Xbox Direct and I was even less I was less into it I was actually like oh and I think it's my weird relationship and disdain that I've 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 ended up getting with kind of like the Elder Scrolls Z type games and I know it's Obsidian. Um, and i should like it but i just i think i don't know i there's just something that's that's missing because i i just don't get along with skyrim and i look at it and it just reminded me of skyrim Mm. but i think i will still try it and i'm hoping that my mind will be changed but i just i don't know there's just something about it that i'm just not sure
0: yeah that's fair i think I think what it is for me is I've always liked the idea of all the Bethesda versions. Like, we're talking about Skyrim and, like, Fallout and stuff. And Outer Worlds fixed a bunch of stuff that I didn't didn't get on with with the way that Bethesda do their kind of games. Mm. And I found that they kind of tweaked it enough for Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds is kind of, I'd say, in between, you know where fallout is and where i guess mass effect sits and it kind of combines two parts of that and i think uh, that's why i enjoyed it because it kind of sat nicely in the middle for me and that's Mm. kind of what i'm hoping with this is that it kind of again sits in the middle of those dragon age and skyrim like pieces and i think that's why i'm excited for it because i feel like it's gonna have a little bit more an edge to it but it's also gonna have some of those systems and stuff that i Like, can get on with, and I don't know. People are, I like some of the characters being a bit silly and things like that, so I'm hoping that stuff's in there.
1: I think for me, like, in terms of kind of like the medieval RPG look to it, because that's that is what it has, it does have that Elder Scrolls medieval look. It is very, yeah. I'm somewhat over it, I think. I I don't, I loved it with Baldur's Gate, because that is, you know, I mean, that's Dungeons of Dragons, but. It has to really win me over. And I think with something like Avowed, I will definitely give it, is it coming to Xbox Game Pass, do we know? I suppose it would be, wouldn't it? I think so. I would 100% give it a try if it's available. And it will be one that has to win me over, I think. I Mm. I would want to be pleasantly surprised by it. But I think going into it, I am am, like not thinking that I will. Because when I played Mm. Outer Worlds, I found it really hard. I just kept dying and then I gave up, I think. Because I just got frustrated. Mm. Um, Because it was quite hard, in my opinion.
0: Or I'm just shit, but <laughs> I mean I didn't. But that's exactly how I feel when I play like Fallout. I end up places and then I get yeah. shot and then I give up. Like yeah, you yeah. just you kind of don't. Re- I think sometimes you just don't quite click with a game yeah. style <laughs> the way that stuff's I remember doing
1: things. It. It was our description of Skyrim, wasn't it? It was like, I started playing Skyrim. I ended up in a cave about five miles away, uh, up against something that was like 100 levels above me, and I
0: died, and that was it. That's (laughs) me in every Bethesda game. That's Honestly, it's like, oh, I'm in Fallout. I'm going to go into this random little house that I found. Oh, there's a super mutant here. I'm dead. I've walked 50 miles in the wrong direction, thinking that I was chasing some nice side mission. And now I'm in a land where I can't get out of. I'm dead. And yeah. I'm never going to play this game again. So yeah, I understand. If that's how you feel about it, I totally understand yeah. you wanting to play it.
1: But I, like I said, I will, I give everything a go. I, I do. Yeah, you've got to try it. Um, but yeah, in terms of my actual like thoughts on it, yeah. I can't say like I'm excited, but I'll, if, it, if it's there, then I'll play it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And we'll see if I end up in my medieval peasant era as well. I tried Outer Worlds quite late. Um, just because it was on Game Pass and I was kind of feeling that kind of game. And I ended up liking it way more than I thought I ever would. I didn't think I'd get on with it at all. And I think because I've already had that, oh, actually, I quite enjoy this and I enjoy the way that it does this. That's, I think, why I'm more into this than naturally I would have been. I think if I'd just seen this trailer without having that experience, without the world, I think I would have gone, meh, don't care. It's just Skyrim copy, but I'm hopeful um but yeah that's that's my number one i think it'll be a nice time um yes. yeah cool on to yours
1: so for mine i'm in my dinosaur era <laughs> I,
0: I picked... she's gone all the way back
1: <laughs> i picked a game called um the lost wild as my number one.
0: Oh, okay i don't Do think you know i know this, this one no? i'm googling um
1: developed by great ape games which are actually based in brighton apparently yeah. which is not far from us, um, published by Annapurna. So it's the second time i mentioned them in this, this top five. The Lost Wild is an immersive and cinematic dinosaur game that captures the reverence and terror of nature's most magnificent beasts, dinosaurs. I really like it because it's described as a survival horror game. And I found this so last minute in my top five, that it, but it just shot to number one because I was like, this is everything I love, a survival game, a horror game, and it's got dinosaurs in it. I was like, this is literally, this is my jam.
0: This seems and it's by Anna Pur, who you love. Yeah.
1: So it feels like green hell crossed with Mm. dinosaurs, and that's a game I spoke about a lot last year or the year before because I really love just general survival games when there's kind of like a horror element. Um, And yes, you explore a prehistoric wilderness where basically like you can't necessarily attack them, kill them. There's no like ridiculous thing where you're running around with guns. You just sort of have to sort of stay alert, you know, survive basically. But I think there is kind of like a an element where you know you can kind of like trick them or distract them and but apparently there is nice dinosaurs maybe mm-hmm. you can form bonds with um certain types of dinosaurs which i got really excited about because i was what like a good time yeah and that you know the dinosaurs act like animals apparently it's not some silly thing of like monsters you know it it's it, you know you could probably come across other animals i hope as well that would be quite cool yeah but um yeah and apparently you have to sort of unravel the mystery at the heart of the island there's obviously a little bit of a story going on there as well yeah it's it's just super interesting and completely left field i didn't even know it existed no but a lot of people are saying that this is the
0: jurassic park game everyone's wanted for so long yeah i'm just looking at all this stuff about it now it looks rad yeah. i'd be so into this i'm with I'm you wondering, I'm, I'm wondering i'm wondering if it's
1: like multiplayer kind of like the green hell and forest is because that would be fun but yeah. it does look very narrative and narrative and story driven so mm-hmm. maybe not Yeah, Um, it's kind of got
0: like a more of a... It does have single player in its list of stuff uh, um, on Steam. So it's probably just, like you said, going to be a bit more single player for now. But maybe they'll expand it and stuff. Um, I don't know how big Great Ape are. So it might be that, you know, they have to keep making... I think this is their first game. Mm, So expansion stuff can happen and changes. But yeah, it looks really cool.
1: Yeah, I, I... I was wondering at first if, like, it would have something like crafting, like, in Green Hell, where you can kind of just exist in, like, a dinosaur universe, but um, I don't think it does. It might just be a very, like, narrative heavy game where it sort of just pushes you through. But either way, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I just want to go look at some dinosaurs, really. Hopefully not get killed by them.
0: Yeah. But
1: I was reading as well that they use, like, systematic AI to support, like, the gameplay loop. So the dinosaurs sort of react and behave like animals, not monsters, which I was saying earlier. Uh, cool. Which i enjoy because it just kind of makes you more just feel like you've just been popped down Mm -hmm. um and everything's kind of happening around you as it normally would as opposed to like oh here's this dinosaur that's just running at you all of a sudden like i just love i love that i want to just feel like someone's popped me in like prehistoric times and i'm just trying to survive
0: this is very much like the I, i could totally see the name of it because it's like the second jurassic park film the lost world where yeah. they are just <laughs> blocked on the island and the island just kind of his own little ecosystem now with yeah. dinosaurs in it and they all get you know murdered yeah oh this is wonderful
1: i know i just i found out of nowhere and i was just like shit I'm like this is this is a bit of me dinosaur era here
0: we come Just <laughs> <She's> going jurassic
1: <laughs> but yeah that's it really I don't know anything else but that I've, I've gone through like descriptions and yeah. the Steam thing and that, that's all the sort of information I have but, but yeah yeah this is awesome I don't even know when it's coming out maybe this year I don't know
0: it just says coming soon yeah so. that's hope fingers, fingers crossed
1: yeah but I remember reading about the devs actually and they were saying that they've, they've like they would modded a previous Jurassic Park game or something and then they tried to make other dinosaur stuff so they're really like they're really set on making this dinosaur game and
0: yeah they want to make it it comes soon Yeah, right. Awesome. All right then. Well, that is our list of all the things we are looking forward to this year.
1: Yeah, I feel actually peppier than I did earlier. Mm. I feel like less worried about the world ending and more just excited to go jump into some dinosaur uh, games, also become an old man on an adventure um, and get murdered by a ghost in a blanket.
0: That, what a time you'll have. (laughs) Uh, Whereas I shall just return. to my cosy, you know, cosy Ghibli land with some... As a goblin. <laughs> As a trash goblin. As a trash goblin. Yeah. Go, spending all my money at Gold Saucer. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. a good time. Well. Nice. All right, then. Well, if they want to hear more of, I don't know, this... <laughs>
1: where where can they go? They can go to dot 5couk or just our Twitter. We update that sometimes.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, if you could also leave us a review... On Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that you can leave reviews, maybe do it on Spotify. I don't know. That'd be lovely. We'd appreciate that.
0: Mm. We seem to end
1: up in the top charts of Malaysia recently. Appreciate that. Thank
0: yeah. you, Malaysia. We love Chad, you, Malaysia. <laughs> what a good time!
1: But yeah, here's to 2024 and and our eras that we're now going to be
0: in. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited for Jurassic Medieval, Stefanicky. Yes wings. <laughs> now goodbye. Bye!